the Business of Property podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Simon. We've been finding, buying and creating income from investment properties for over 20 years. And we talk every week about the reality of running property businesses. We're going to be talking mortgages today. And if, you're, if you find that information interesting, please do leave us a rating and review. And we will have a quick fire sort of current guide to the market on interest rates towards the end of this episode. So please do listen through for that. But we are getting started with a chat with our guest, Simon Glastonbury, who's a, a mortgage broker of many years and much experience. And the first thing I'm going to say is that the next Bank of England base rate announcement is coming up on the 2nd of November. And I thought that the, the general world knew what they were expecting out of this. But Simon, you, you have a different opinion. So what's going to happen on the 2nd of November? Uh-huh. Well, there's the um, uh, there's the question, Simon. Hello, guys. Um, a, a difficult one. It was. It's interesting. We we were talking off camera about um, uh, what the Bank of England w- was expected to do, and your initial impression was that, from what you're hearing, it's just going to be staying exactly the same. We are hearing. This is obviously my opinion <laughs> and what I'm hearing within the financial press. Um, but as um, uh, looking at the inflation figures on the last report, it's then in being indicated that we are going to get a, a, a Bank of England um, uh, base rate increase um, uh, at the next uh, at the next meeting. Is that going to happen? We really don't know, do we? Um, we're, we're guessing and we can only um, look and, and hear um uh, in the outside world and in the in the professional press at the moment um it's certainly it's certainly looking that way um the one thing i would add to that though is that um the banks have prized many people talk to me about it and say well and it, and it sort of puts fear into them because we've had so many um base rate increases over the sort of last year or so um and it's and it's put people in really really difficult positions, be it residential home homeowners or um, landlords. Um, everybody is either feeling the pinch now, or they're about to feel the pinch. They're very aware that that when they change um, rates and mortgages, they're going to be hit severely um, in the in in the most part. So just so, quick one, well, Simon. Uh, well, we what we thinking another quarter percent if it happens. Obviously, we don't. If you did know and you could tell us, I'd have a, I'd have a bet on it. I'd go long or, or go short. I'd have a bit of a gamble, but we don't know. But if it did, will we, we think another quarter percent? Yeah, good point. Sorry, Trey. Yes, absolutely. I don't think it will be any more than a quarter percent. I think if it does, then it's still a big if. Um, you know, we still have another inflation report coming up. So if that does change. If they feel it's um, necessary, I think a maximum of a quarter percent. Um, so I don't think it'll be any more than that. My feeling again, and again, this is only personal, is that that will be it. If there is a bit increase, that will be um, it for a period of time. Obviously, it, it, you know, they, it can, these things can go up, can go down in, in the future. It will change. But as you know, for the immediate future, I think that's where it will be. Um, and and what, what do you think that'll do to the, the mortgage market? Is, is that going to push everybody's rates up straight away or or is this or is this already baked in no this is it it's already 
pretty much it's already priced into the market. And when I'm talking about priced into the market, the banks are already have already looked at this over a two year. I mean, it, for for the uh, as it should, as the saying goes, as a man on the street is looking at a two year or three year, or pretty much everybody looks at a two year or a five year fixed rate because they're the most common and they're the most readily available. But there are three years and seven years and ten years out there, and the, assess this and what the market is going to be over the next two, three, five, seven years, um, and they've priced their fixed rates accordingly. What so? It's very, very unlikely that you will see much movement in fixed rates, even if it does go up half uh, quarter percent. So it's not half percent. If, if it goes up quarter percent, it's very unlikely. What we have been seeing, um, a steady, slow, but steady fall in fixed rate uh, rates over the last couple of months i'll put my um got the exact figures but the exact dates but they are falling slightly so for the first time really we're seeing rates residential rates dip below the five percent mark um so yes i mean it, it they are built in don't expect massive drops but the fear for i think from the public is then as soon as a bank of England base rate goes up on oh my fixed rate, the fixed rate's going up, let's jump on. That's not necessarily the case. Um, and it wouldn't be it's something I would expect to see in the immediate future. Yeah, something we've talked about on the podcast before and for anyone listening or watching now, you know, go back to previous episodes with Simon where we talk about that because <clears throat> on some occasions, even on the day of a price rate, uh, price rate increase, my mortgage went down slightly just because there was more stability in the market than there was, say, this time last year. And I suppose the only other comment I've got on this is, uh, you know, for people thinking about mortgages, when I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about my own portfolio and what's going on, the only additional thing I start thinking about now, other than the interest rate rises, is the fact that we've potentially got a general election coming, you know, Q1, Q2 at the start of next year. So we just don't know what's going to happen. So as as we get towards the end of our fixed terms, my view, and again, my personal view is I, I like the stability of knowing what my payments are going to be for a couple of years. So uh, those those things alone mean that I, I think we want to get as much information as we can, as quickly as we can, to to make those decisions a bit earlier. I'd agree. I think I think that's it's a very good point about the general election coming up. The you know the government are not going to want to have anything you know a volatile market a volatile um mortgage market with rates going up and going down um all of those and people not knowing where they are they will want stability because that's a vote winner isn't it uh, you know they it, it's it, what isn't a vote winner is every single month interest rates going up and you know, people expecting one another it, it's it's a very personal thing isn't it with when you have a mortgage and how many million people in the country have mortgages because it affects them directly. And the rate increases that have happened over the last year or so, it's affected every single person who has a mortgage directly. Or if it hasn't now, people you talk to know they're going to come into a big increase. And it's not something you know anybody's happy about. So definitely people, the government will want stability. I think that will... I think it's sort of come hand in hand with how the market is, how inflation is at the moment. Um, everything, I think, has stabilised quite a bit. Um, it makes sense that rates are sort of evening out. They're, they're dropping a little bit. Obviously, the, the 
there are big the rates are higher. There are bigger margins for the for the lenders at the moment. We know that it's, it's that, that's basic maths. Um, but we are seeing rates drop a little bit. They are a little bit more competitive. Um, but that's again that doesn't necessarily um, then kick into the into the property market because we're not seeing that uh, that sort of correlation. Yeah. So I mean, that, let's, let's let's move on to that then. So with mortgage sort of products and rates and things stabilizing is that having a, a stabilizing effect on the property market and what people are, are actually doing in terms of transacting and, and things or well yeah what are you seeing in the current property market i think is what i'm trying to ask <laughs> um overall the the from from the mortgage side of business and and um uh, it's always interesting to know speak to agents who you know and you trust um, I have my own opinions on that one, um, but I've got some good people who I, I know and they are saying it, it's it's very, very quiet indeed. Um, they're clinging on to any chains they have and any property sales they have going through at the moment. We're seeing quite a few uh, within the business. Um, if chains are falling over, it's quite often the first time buyers. Um now, no particular reason, because you are you ever going to get, I mean, I'm sure you guys have gone through it, where a, where a chain has fallen through for whatever reason. Um, do you really get the, the, the answer you actually believe at the end for it falling through? Everybody's sceptical, aren't they? You know, it, it, for, but it always seems to be at the moment, the first time buyers. Now, the, my opinion is going back to that, is that, if you were a first-time buyer, you were probably starting to look at the property a year, eighteen months ago, or you had it in your mind. Right, we're getting, we're building up the deposit. Is mum and dad coming to come in and, and help out? Is uh, your grandma, grandpa helping out? Whatever the case may be, there with the deposit. Do we have enough money? And at that point, they would have got an agreement in principle from someone like myself. We would have given them a quote. Here it is. This is how much it's going to cost you. And of course, that's going to be vastly different to what it is now. So if they've eventually found the property, which has been difficult because the property market, there's not a lot of properties around. Um, and that's the simple truth. They're just, they're just nothing, no, there is nothing on the market, but very little on the market. So they're taking their first time buyers are taking their time to find a property. They have, and then all of a sudden they're not paying, and I'm just throwing figures out there, and they're not paying a thousand pounds a month for it. They're paying 1500 pounds a month or 1600 pounds a month. And you think, and then, there's a lot of media saying, well, are we expecting a, a property crash? Now, if you're a first time buyer and you've just had a huge increase in your mortgage payment, you're then hearing pretty much everywhere saying, oh, are we expecting a property crash? Which I don't believe we're expecting a property crash at all. There's nothing indicating that whatsoever. Um, so, but if you're a first time buyer, you've never gone through that before. You've never had a mortgage. You've never had a property you can see why you would get nervous. Um, you could see why banker mum and dad are saying, well, actually, maybe you should leave it a year. Maybe you'll get it, you know, maybe wait it out. See if there is, see if it does come down, you know, 10%, 20%. And of course, we know that's, it's just monopoly money and 10, 20% can go down one week and go up the next week. It It's sort of, fairly irrelevant however on a, i think on a first-time buyer it's very very different and that's from my experience with first-time buyers i've spoken to agents they're feeling exactly the same and of course on top of that 
you're in now in the world where people are becoming going and it's not necessarily a good thing we haven't seen this for a while where people are renegotiating price right on exchange which is just horrendous um well there's two things which are here we are i'll, I'll, I'll jump on my soapbox guys for, for a moment two things which are really getting um uh, uh annoying me at the moment if a really good property comes on the market agents are going to sealed bids which i just think is absolutely horrendous in itself whoever come up with this idea is just you know the, yes the 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 agent you know wins on this one because they they make more money from it um does that i'm i'm not convinced the seller makes on this because they're not choosing who um who they want to buy the property and i think in this market is a huge huge thing um you know you do due diligence on who's buying your property so you don't fall through and that's that's the that's where the the good agents are standing out in the market at the moment um they're doing a huge amount of background checks and i'm seeing it all the time and agents still just they've sold the property and then they don't even bother calling me um or having any contact with me i think that's absolutely ridiculous so you've got that and then you've got on top of that you've got people saying um right right up on exchange or oh, the market's fallen I'd go and ask them for £10,000 off, £20,000 off. And of course, that then has a ripple effect all the way down the line because they will guarantee someone in the chain has gone to their absolute maximum and they can't afford to take a, a, a hit on a property. So, you know, that that's that's throwing it. I mean, it's, it's always been there, but it's it's really prevalent in the marketplace at the moment. What what are you seeing sort of on the investor side? Is is the investor market still very quiet, or or are, are investors starting to think that there are bargains out there? Not yet, I think. I think that's the I think that's the thing. They the I think the bargains will come. Um, for all the doom and gloom I've just thrown out, I think the I think the um, the property market. I'm not inviting will you to my up. Christmas party, by the way. <laughs> I'm I'm great fun. Believe me, I really am. Give me a Christmas cracker and that's it. I'm away. Um, it's so, got mortgage right. rates in the Christmas cracker. It comes out. <laughs> yeah. Did you get the buy to let thing or did you get the... <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. Um, oh, let's talk rates. Right. No, the, the mortgage, the, the market going forward, I think um, certainly from talking to, and, and we've had meetings about this, um, portfolio landlords who have smaller properties who then know it's just, they're not, it's just not going to be financially viable. Um, moving forward, what's the point? Um, if you have a, and, and when I'm talking about that, it's generally the one bedders where you can put a, a, a rent up by, you can put it up by 50 quid, you can put it up by 75 pounds or something. You can't put that up two times, three times in line with your your interest only mortgage, which is going to go that way. Whatever anybody says, that's where it's, go, that's where it's heading um, when you come off your fixed rate. Now, of course, that we haven't seen all of that yet because people are still sitting on five-year fixed rates, and they may not be expiring until 2024, 25, 26. So, but as that time passes, I think people will then just go, there's no point. I'm not putting in, you know, hundreds of pounds a month on a property in the hope that it will, the capital growth will will help me out in years to come. Because the capital, as we know, the capital growth on a smaller property, it is not as big as then if you've got a, if you've got a nice six bed HMO somewhere. Um, or hopefully. Um, so 
I think the market will that will will pick up. I think as a society, we like to move. Um, people like to move house. We've we've had that for the last probably twenty or thirty years. Um, every I think the statistics are every sort of four or five years, people then tend to move if they have a family um, on average until they get their forever home, which is generally in their late forties, fifties. Um, so I think that and in and if we haven't if if we if we haven't been moving and clearly we haven't you can see by the um uh the land registry figures and the stamp duty figures more importantly from the government that's and that then becomes a knock on because the government are not getting stamp duty income it's dropped massively absolutely huge i mean staggering figures wish I, that I had them here but you can easily you can you can research and they they they're staggering um and if the government haven't got that income well they're going to want to do something so again, personally, I expect they'll put in the, the the stamp duty holidays or for first time buyers again, or put that up, or they'll come up with something to try and get the the, the property market going, which then I think then helps us all, um, it, because it certainly helps me um, and my business because the people are buying again um, and they want our advice, um, and it then helps you guys because there's more on the market, there more becomes available. Or if you want to offload, there's a better chance of offloading because there's there's more out there and there's more people looking. Um, so I think it's positive in in that sense. Um, when that's going to come, when that's going to start changing, I don't know. But I'd, I'd like to think we would we're possibly going to have a slow end to the year, um, but then things will will certainly start turning around um, in twenty beginning of twenty twenty four. Heard it here first. Next year, property market is going to be uh, moving a lot faster and heading on its way up. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So uh, another topic we should really talk about um, is the, the fees. And we, we've talked about this before, last, last time you were, you were with us, Simon. And the fact that the headline rates that mortgage companies are advertising are going down. And they keep saying, we've, we've knocked a quarter percent off our, our rate. Oh, and... By the way, we're not going to tell you that we're now charging two percent more as a fee, and it's now up to seven percent of a fee, or something crazy. So, so what, what's what, what are the ludicrous fees up to, and uh, and yes, what, what's the what's the going fee rate? <laughs> I've got a great one for you. I knew you'd pick this up um, uh, from last time because you sort of shook you to the bone. Um, limited company buy to let. Uh, 300, I think I've done, I've done it, this on a £350,000 mortgage. The rate 5.19% for a buyer. Quite, I think that's quite good because that's, you know, that's cheaper than some of the, um, the residential rates with a £15,000 fee. Oh, um, that's really hits you where it is. So <laughs> it's, it's fine if you're buying a two million pound property, though. I mean, that's a tiny fee. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it's not fixed. Um, they're going up to seven percent now. We're seeing a seven percent fee, um, and it's just simply um, they haven't said it. Of course, they won't. The lenders won't say it because they can't. Um, but they make their the the fees are so much higher because so you can fit the the stress testing. Um, and for people out there for uh, to know about stress testing, for a buy to let, the the lender will work out the maximum you can borrow um, on the valuation of property and also the rental income you receive each month, and then we'll 
have put it through a calculator and tell you how much you, you can borrow based on the interest rates which are available at the time. Lower the interest rate, generally the more you can borrow. Um, so if they reduce the rate, interest rates down, they can lend more and it attracts people in. However, the rates are a lot lower than they should and they priced in at, so they've got to make their money back somewhere. Of course they have, they're a bank, they've got shareholders and we need to bail them out every financial crash. So we have to, so they have to put great big fees on. Um, are they are they attracting buyers in? Certainly not in certainly not in our our business at the moment. Um, and I, I've got you know, I've been in the business twenty five years, and I've got friends and brokers in some of the largest um, brokerages in the um, in the city. They're not doing money buy to let um, mortgages at the moment because the rental coverage just doesn't work. Um, and Simon, are they adding those fees to the loan? Predominantly, everybody. It's very, very rare um, that I ever come across. Um, can't even remember the last time I've, I've, uh, someone has paid a fee up front. So yes, they're all, they're all adding it to the loan. I mean, it, it, as it is at the moment, you just, yeah. Why, why would you? I suppose. No, absolutely. And I'm just thinking, obviously, when you spread that out or amortise it, as, as I like to say, I mean, that equates to. I just did a quick quick sum of you know over 30 years it's an extra 40 pounds a month so you know that doesn't sound like a, but that's without interest by the way so obviously you're going to then pay the interest on that so yep. it's it's staggering what the banks will be taking from us certainly in terms of the fees so i guess uh, from fees we jump then into sort of current rates and and what you're seeing happening there if 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 anything much is changing yeah, I mean, I've got. I, I go back a while from our, our chats previously in the year, um, and they are they are changing. They they have whoops, changing. They are dropping slightly. Um, sort of to give you an example um, for just a, a standard. I don't go through too many, but a standard um, mover or remortgage seventy five percent loan to value. So 25% deposit in, two years at the moment at 5.24, five year at 4.81. So it has dipped. They have dipped just below um, the 5% mark, which is, which is good. That hasn't really, strange enough, I just looked back in figures in June, hasn't really changed very much. They were nigh on identical to June. Um, in August, they went up slightly. Um, and then you sort of you look at this at this time last year. This time last year, very slightly higher than where we are at the moment. So it's quite interesting in that sense that the um, that the banks are will publicise a market heavily. And we're talking Stuart or Cameron, weren't we? That the um, about a uh, a LinkedIn marketing um, brief I put out about. Um, but I think Barclays and Co-op at the moment are dropping rates by up to 0.4. And that looks fantastic. Nearly half, just under half percent. But you don't see the rate increases in between time um, because they must have gone up for them to then put them down again. Um, because otherwise these rates, you know, how come the rates are nigh on exactly the same um, as they were a year ago? It's literally 13th of October last year, two-year rates were 57 and I've just said there today they're five point two four, so about they're about half percent higher. 
Um, and that's what and, caught my eye off your uh, off the LinkedIn post that you did was because I, I had a quick look at the rates and it was for residential. So although I wasn't specifically interested, but it was interesting just to look at the loan to values because I think I looked up to the ninety five percent loan to value, and it, you know you'll correct me, but f- for example, it was something like four and a half percent at ninety five percent, and I thought, wow, or it might have even been above six. I can't I can't remember on the way, but but either way, my thought was wow. If now you're getting a 95% loan to value as a homeowner, not as an investor, but as a homeowner, that is dramatically increased upon what it would have been two, three years ago. Uh, yeah. And that's what I was thinking. So exactly that. They're, they're sort of headlining, oh, look at us, we're dropping all our prices, but we are still way ahead of where we were a few years ago. And, and that, that may continue. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a 95, let's go shoot to the other end of the spectrum and sort of at the 95% rates. Um, and they are two-year rates of 6.19 at the moment, whereas a year ago they were 6.39. Hardly any difference at all. But you're right, if you're then probably six months, I haven't got the figures here, but six months a year before that, 95% rates were probably still 2.5%, I would say. And that's at 95%. Maybe they may have been slightly under three. But at the 75% rates would have been... 1.1 1.2 so that's a massive difference that's just such a different world isn't it i mean it's crazy just, wow yeah i mean that's wow, really wow. really different and that sort of goes back a little bit as to what you know you can see why first-time buyers if it 95 percent is mortgages are geared towards first-time buyers of course they are we know that um so that's why first-time buyer thinking well i looked at this a couple of years ago and it was x and i was only gonna be paying two percent or 3%. Now it's double that. Um, It's absolutely crazy. But it's still, I still think, to be fair, it's less than 1% higher than the the 75% LTV rates. So I think that that way is not, you know, it's not horrendous. Um, The buy-to-let rates, as I said, limited company buy-to-let rates, where I was saying they're they're pretty much the same as HMOs. HMOs are about 0.3, 0.4 higher, same sort of fees. You, if you want something with a normal fee, and when I say a normal fee, people would then generally expect a 999 fee or a 1495 fee. The, the, the lenders love putting those fees out there. Um, if you want something in that, you're looking at about 0.75 higher um, to make that work. But then, of course, you then it goes back to the good old stress testing. And um, and the banks, if you, unless you have a lot of equity in the product in the in the property, sorry, um, it's just not going to work. HMOs, as we know, yeah. a lot easier because the, the the rental income is so much higher. So generally, they will work. So Standard buy to lets difficult. Yeah. So if if we ignore the stress testing, and and we assume you can get a seventy five percent loan to value kind of mortgage, what what sort of rates are we looking at for for personal name buy to lets? Personal name buy to lets two year well two year and five year five point three, um, yeah, and is that with with crazy fees? Uh, no, that's with standard fees. Standard, so, okay. yeah, 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 that's right. with standard fees. So yeah, certainly not certainly not horrendous. And then um, uh, buy to let in a in an image company. And buy to let in an image company, you are looking around about the six percent mark. Um, and and you said and HMOs it, are about the same or HMOs are yeah slightly higher. Um, you're looking at you're looking probably at six and a half percent. Um, I haven't got the exact figures here, but about six and a half percent with a standard, with a normal fee, as we would call a normal fee. 
Um, so they're out yeah, there yeah. not doing again. Um, I have HMO clients and not particularly they, they're looking to buy. Um, they're looking to buy, but it's, they're not on the market at the moment um, or for they are, but it, not the ones you'd actually want to buy. A um, lot of work involved. You know, they've been HMOs for years. I think some people um, have had HMOs for years and the licensing is, you know, catching up with them and what they have to do and realize they actually have to do an awful lot more work than they first anticipated. So um, a few of those are on the market, but certainly not a lot. Um, are we going to see those come back on the market in the same way? Um, I don't know. HMOs are always slightly different beast because of the income is is generally so good. So there's uh, tends to be an out as you guys would know tends to be an outside reason for someone putting it back on the market. But I certainly think the um, buy to let the standard buy to let standard properties. Um, I think we'll see start to see more of those in the um, in the sort of between now this time you know for the uh, the coming year let's say. And those rates you were talking about are we just talking sort of average buy. Uh loan to values of around the 75% mark is that yeah yeah I, I mean there are rates out there I did have a look at that before before coming on and, and looked at 85% rates there are 85% rates out there um they'd make your eyes water because they're up sort of seven and a half percent um but how I just I was trying to I had a quick look I didn't spend too much time on it because it was fairly pointless um and you think well how on earth is that going to work you they're never going to meet the stress test in a million years, so I don't really know why the why the product is out there. Um, it may fit for on the rare occasion, um, but the 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 buy to let market, as we're seeing, we're seeing all over the sort of uh, mortgage advisor forums. There's a, a couple of large forums which people go on, and if you look in between the trolling, um, you can actually see you can you can see people the the buy to let market as is very very quiet. Um, because you have to put so much in as a deposit. Um, you know, I'm looking at, well, I'm talking so much, 40, 45%, 50% if you're looking in the southeast in London. Um, what, why? <laughs> it's quite, why would you put 50% of the property? I mean, in the southeast, the, the properties are so high in value anyway. Um, so, you know, why would you put that much of your own cash in um, at the moment? you would probably yeah. wait it out. And, that, and that's why things are slowing down. And I know we're going to wrap up. But that, the, the final anecdotal piece from me is, you know, I started investing in HMOs, let's say, around 10 years ago. As you know, Simon G, I only looked at 85% loan-to-values, didn't look at anything else. Now, it's, I, I don't even consider it. I mean, I'm not actively looking to buy, but I don't even look past 75%, not because... I don't think it could, I mean, I think it could work because the HMOs, as you say, you know, if you're looking at a minimum five beds and above, we could probably get the profit to work. But the contingency just is no longer there because of the, the price of everything else uh, in terms of, you know, energy costs uh, and, and so on, you know, insurances and whatnot. It's just, I worry. So I think I, I would have to have more equity in the property for me to feel comfortable doing what I used to do. And I just look back and think, wow, that just feels like a, a, a different world that, that we were working in then. So you know, for me, that, that really drives home how different things are because I don't even look really past 75% for mm -hmm. HMOs, which, whereas once I just thought that would be silly of me to, to put that much money into a property when I knew I could put it to work elsewhere. 
I, I agree wholeheartedly. And we talked about it many, many times over the years, haven't we, about how much you put in. And it would have been, it would have been mad for you at the time to put 25% deposit into, into a purchase. Why would you when the rates were so low? Or so good at that time, or uh, and and looking at like you say the contingency. Well, we didn't know at that point, you know, ten years ago, five years ago, that the um, the uh, uh, fuel prices were going to go up so much. You know, that's it's Matt's made a massive difference to a um, a lot of uh, HMO um, uh, lent, uh, 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 owners. So. Uh, and also interest rates, you know, interest rates have just jumped up. So you, and that you, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you think you've got a 10%, 15% contingency or some money in the background. That's gone. That's, that's disappeared a long time ago, hasn't it? So you've just got to look at it a little bit more, more carefully at the moment. It will be there. It will come back. Um, you know, there is some positivity out there. You've just got to look really, really deep for it. <laughs> right. And we'll finish up on that then. Keep looking really, really hard for that positivity. Yeah. <laughs> it's there somewhere. <laughs> so if you've got anything you'd really like us to discuss with Simon Glastonbury next time he joins us, please let us know. You can email us on show at com. And if you'd like to get in touch with Simon to ask him something direct, something specific about, about your own personal case, his contact details will be in the show notes. And Stuart and I will talk to you again next time. <laughs>